This is Dentalish, a dental podcast mixed with a little something extra. We are your hosts, Martel Coke, the founder of Brown Girl RDH, Anika Forbes, dental hygienist extraordinaire, and I'm Dr. Joshua Golden, owner of West Sunrise Dentistry. Welcome, Welcome to, to Dentalish. Welcome, Black. We are back. We are back. Martel, who do we have today? Okay, y'all. We got somebody special on here today. We got the people's dentist. Um, we also got Andrew in the background, if you don't mind. But, you know, black people got to be black people, Lynn. Welcome, black. I ain't got no, baby- I ain't got no babysitter today. I called out of work, y'all. But I had to get y'all this. But we have the people's dentist on here, Dr. David Jenkins. Stop laughing at me, Dr. Golden. <laughs> Cause he think he doing the podcast. He wasn't saying nothing when we were setting up, but now he talking. Exactly. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Jenkins, welcome to the podcast. It get crazy up in here, bro. So uh, that's how it's supposed to be, man. That's how it's supposed to be. Put, put your feet up. Let's have some fun up in this bad boy. Truth and fun, the fun, man. Thanks for having. Me. Oh, you're welcome. I've been dying to get Dr. Jenkins on this podcast for like two years now, just so y'all know, because he's a busy, he's a busy, busy man. Dr. Jenkins, tell the people who you are, where you're from, tell them about yourself, and how do we all meet? <laughs> we haven't even met yet. Man, I'm Dr. David Jenkins, uh, down here in Georgia, you know, uh, I'm from uh, Jackson, Georgia, a little south of Atlanta. I um, have a small practice in, uh, in Georgia. And uh, went to dental school in the Dental College of Georgia. Um, me and Martell met. I don't even remember how me and Martell met. That's funny. That's we just. It's magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> so we down here. You know, I'm down here trying to do this dentisting thing. Dentisting. How long have you? How long have you been practicing, Doc? Man, I've been practicing five years, man. But okay. stress feel like, like fifteen. <laughs> Oh my God! And I hear Doc. One of the things that uh, stresses you the most out, and it's gonna be our top today, is a dental hygienist. Is this true? Man, <laughs> this is, this, man, yes, <laughs> dental hygienist. I'm, and let me put this disclaimer right there because you know I'm, I don't want hygienist. I don't want them to think I'm saying all. But some can make all look pretty bad. Oh, man. I, I've heard you've had some run-ins with some uh, difficult dental hygienists. And um, this episode is dedicated to that. You know, we're going to clear the air. Um, we're going to have this disclaimer. Dr. Jenkins loves all dental hygienists. He's just very passionate about what he's passionate about. And then Martel's going to uh, kind of help us uh, moderate. But she might get a little out of pocket, too. Uh, so. No, 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 no. This, is, this episode is called RDH Problems. I'm not on either side of the fence. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Like, what it is, what it is. I'm a dental hygienist first. Second, I'm a business owner. Oh. So y'all know y'all dental hygienists be on some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I still love y'all. But I feel I feel the I feel I feel the business owner's pain. And I was that hygienist, let me tell you. So it's just perspective and where you are. It, perspective, in the exactly. It so is. when we're looking at this uh for the dental hygienist that's listening, uh one of the 
biggest things I want you guys to understand is most of you are just focused on your day-to-day stuff because that's how we're normally trained. Uh, But when you become a practice owner, like Martell has become a practice owner, now she's seeing this whole bigger picture. So there may be times where you might be frustrated. Let's use an example. I'm going to start it off with, oh, I'm requesting time off. It's my time and I want it now. Uh, But you tell us about it one week before you take off and that kind of puts our business at a a disadvantage so dr jenkins you want to talk about something like that man you know it's um what i've run into man um like when it's first let me rewind all the way back because like i said i've been doing this five years going on 20 so i I really got to take it all the way back when everything first started like it's so hard. It's, it's not, and I must say, it's not just a dental thing, but it's dentists out there, such as ourselves, acting the same way. Definitely when it comes to this temping thing, but it's, people don't understand, they, they do not understand the business aspect of it. It seems to be, you know, where I, I really work, I feel like I work for the hygienist in my own practice. Whoa, you feel like you work for the hygienist, but the ultimate goal is for us to all work together, right, Dr. Jenkins? So tell me, why do you feel like you work for the hygienist? Here's the thing, man. The key, the key thing is we seen a post, we all shared that post that we saw where it was like, you want to work with dentists and for dentists. But if you're doing a pro fee for two hours, it's causing the business to lose money when the insurance is paying $40. You're not working with me or the practice. You working? You just being selfish. But at the same time, you want sixty five dollars an hour. And I'm not a guy to question somebody's worth, but I'm the one that's gonna really tell you you're not worth that. You're not bringing that to the table. So you're looking at it more the from value. The, the value, value from the value from the business standpoint. Got you. That's what hygienists don't understand. Well, well, I'm not. I'm gonna always. This always put the word some in mind. Some. I'm some. never going to question. If someone say, I want $7 an hour, I'm not going to question $70 an hour. But when you get in here and you start showing me half of 70 which is $35 an hour, <laughs> that's what you, you – they don't want to accept that you're bringing a work ethic and you're bringing a value of $35 an hour to the table. $70 an hour, when I calculated to my formula, my hygienist needs to cover everyone that's working that day, their daily pay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just like, I'm paying you $70 an hour, but you only produce 600 in the whole day. Mm. I just that's- took an L. But because you, that's and, th- and that's the thing we always talk about. Everyone feels they're worth $70 an hour. If you, you feel you're so valuable, let's go to commit a uh, commission-based model. Cause that's really gonna expose what's really what's really going on. Because you know, people want the stability of that high pay and that check, that guaranteed check. But as a business owner, they don't realize that we get paid last. If if your instruments break, you know, you ex- you still expect your full paycheck. Right. right. I mean it's a lot of stuff that goes into this. That they don't, it's not about, 
you know, because I want us to work together too, but come on, be fair about it. You want $70 an hour? Yeah, I think we're the, it's not even, it's the patients too. It's the patients, it's the providers, it's people that don't understand. The business owner is going to have a different perspective. And the only time the business owner has a problem with the workers, it can be a hygienist, it can be an assistant, it can be a doctor, is when they where they have them hired and the business owner is taking a loss or they're trying to figure out what value are you going to bring for me to have this expense because it all comes down to expenses, right? Profit and loss, that's it. That's all we see. It just so happens that most dentists employ the dental hygienist and you can't work by yourself unless you work for a dentist. So now there's this riff and there's this tug about this is what I value, but the dentists aren't necessarily being open about, listen, you're getting paid, but I'm not even taking a paycheck home. And we know from startups and opening our own offices, like sometimes the first year you don't make anyone, the second year, but they still want to get paid because all they see is patients coming in, patients sitting in a chair. That was my thought too. Like, oh, I can just go and see some patients and make some money. I don't take into consideration the insurance reimbursements, the insurance denials, you know, refunds that you have to do and overhead, supplies, people wasting stuff, people breaking stuff, you know. I get a lot of this, you know, because we do some double collar, you know, assisted hygiene, what they call it, right? And I, I'm not, I know it's hygiene focused, um, but everyone has some fault in this. Doctors, hygiene, it's, it's a, it's a. Everybody plays some, you know, skin in the game, yeah. Exactly, but my thing is, this is just, this is just me asking a question to hygienists, and. Like, Doc, we're, we're all business owners here. Right. So when someone comes to me about, well, I don't want to get burnt out as a hygienist. I'm burnt out every day. Sorry. I'm like, Sorry. Me too. I'm like, as a business owner and dentist, I've been burnt out at least four times. Got to bounce back. I'm like. All right, you're clean. You're fo- you come in, you get to focus on your patient. You don't have to worry about the rent. You don't have to worry about the lights. You don't have to worry about supplies. You don't. Have- then you break something, and you don't want to say you broke it. You like you try. The worst thing you can do is break something, then try to tape it back together like it didn't happen. <laughs> like you know, and then you still so you break something that cost me three hundred dollars, but you still want your full paycheck. Uh-huh. Make that make sense to you. All right. You know what? Hold up. This is what we're going to do, Martel, because you're the only person that has been to hygiene school. Is this something that starts at conception? When that person goes into that hygiene school, is that mindset started there? I know it's been a while, but, you know, can you go? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say. No, I'm going to say no. I don't know about the new dental school. I don't know about the new dental hygiene schools. But when I graduated, the most you would be getting paid is 35. And that was great. That was like, oh, my gosh, it's $35 an hour. You know, now the hygienists are getting 65, 70. And it's because of out of desperation because these providers need it. It's kind of like the same thing with insurance companies not raising their fees. We all know supply and demand, how that works, how economics works. So I think now hygienists understand because I'm in this group, like y'all need me more than I need y'all. So they can say, pay me 
$75. It's either take it or leave it. And there are some companies and there's some providers out here to like, I need somebody to see these hygiene patients. But if they really sit down and do the math, like I'm all for like, what is, what's, is the math math then? Right. If I pay somebody $35 an hour and they're there for eight hours a day, how many patients do they have to see to make their salary? If it's one patient, I'm winning. Uh-huh. Because you're going to see at least eight to nine patients a day. Perfect. And some of those are going to be Perfect. SRP. So you're trying to make the math math. I love that. So right. if we're For trying me. to make the math math, that means that if we're going to pay you $60, $75, that means you're going to see more patients. But Dr. Correct. Jenkins has just said he's have hygienist that he's come across if he's increased the patients they tell him they're burnt out they're tired they can't right. do this but it's like you're getting paid the wage that you requested but now with this new wage comes greater responsibility right so then it goes back to what can you do in your office they don't want that see everybody wants more pay but less responsibility and Make it make it make it make sense, bro. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like pay me more, but I want to do less. And the thing about it, you can provide somebody. I've been in situations where I've provided an assistant. Hygienist didn't have to take X-rays, didn't have to do any charting. All you're doing is going from chair to that chair, and you're cleaning. And that's at most what 13, 14 patients. I see that on doctor's side, I and see, then on top of seeing it on doctor's side, I see that in the I see that most of the time in the morning, if not more. But go ahead, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> like on top of that, though, you also have to do those periodic checks as well, right? When you say burnout, I'm like, we're talking about different, two different types of burnout. On top of all of what we see, I had a conversation with somebody the other day. It's like people are not looking for stability; they're looking for what's easy. Mm-hmm. Who want to want more money for less work, and that that just in itself does not make sense. You want okay. seventy dollars? I'll give it to you. I, I got you. I got you. All right. So I'm gonna give a scenario here, and I'm actually gonna use my hygienist because I don't want everybody to think that we just bashing on hygienists here. Uh, and I'll say this to my hygienist face, and they both know this. The number one thing that they know they need to improve on is one communication, and then two consistency. So uh, I'll give you a scenario. At my office, uh, we have what's called uh, two columns for the hygienist. Column number one, that's for you know major production. So we're seeing SRPs, uh, anything that's not a profi, basically. Uh, and then in column two, if we need to and we have overflow, we have profis in there. And so one of the things that we get the biggest pushback from a hygienist, and it's something that we all com conversate over and over, you need to have those profi patients in that second column to make sure that your day doesn't fall apart at my office because we have patients that will cancel last minute and it's, you know, it's known. So I tell my hygienist, you need to protect yourself. So have those extra profi patients so that, you know, just in case somebody, an SRP cancels, you have somebody that you can continue to work. So thus you continue, you know, and you can get your wage. Now where they'll push back and saying, oh, this is too many people. What if everyone shows up? What if like, no, we don't live in what ifs. And I tell them, you have to focus on the people that are here. 
We got to walk. We got to look in at everybody who walks through the door. We can't think about what if. Because if what if everyone shows up, then that's when we work as a team to ensure that you officially see all these patients. Because as a practice owner, I have to make sure that the um, you know experience for these patients is good. So I'm not just trying to just throw trash at you. So that, when, that means we all have to work together. So that means, again, goes back to communication and then consistency. So if it consistently happens where all the patients are showing up, then I'm going to, as a practice owner, lighten that second load a little bit because I'm seeing consistently something different is happening. So that means we need to communicate and figure out how we're going to work out your schedule so that we can ensure that you are constantly getting paid and that we are taking care of our patients at a high quality level. So on an everyday basis, and this is something that I want all hygienists to understand, every day, and this is for my office, and I guess I can only speak for my office, every day is going to be different. Uh, the world is changing constantly. People cancel and book appointments left and right, and they don't even care. Uh, so I need to protect my hygienist, and that's how I protect my hygienist. But they need to be also be flexible because I don't want to send them home because if we don't have any patients, I'm sending you home. And then I send you home, then now, you know, the hygienist is upset because now they just woke up for nothing. So I'll give the floor to you. I believe practices are, are driven by hygiene. That's where you testify. Yep. Because that's who the patients want to see. They don't want to see me. They see me. They think I'm taking out a tooth or I'm doing a crown. They just want to come, get their teeth clean, smile, chit chat about the weather, and then keep things rolling. Exactly. Everyone want if they don't value, even if they don't value teeth they want that clean you know what i mean like we're for some reason we're the bad guy like if you present something in a in in, in an operatory when you walk out they're gonna ask the assistant what hey what was he up do do i really need that bro your tooth is falling apart you need that root canal and crown you say you wake up in the middle of the night in pain why would i lie to you but you're gonna turn to the assistant and the hygienist hey do I really need that? You tell me. You was hurting that night. I don't like when either or, whether it's the doctor doing it or the hygienist doing it, no one needs to be taking advantage. If there's more camarader camaraderie between both professionals, this would be much more easier. Like, there's no loyalty. It's all about give me, give me, <laughs> give me. It's just like, for instance, I, I was telling Martel the other day, December was a uh, one of those months where it fell three pay periods, so that increased my overhead. Well, if it increased, if it's three pay periods, it increases overhead. The way my bonus is structured is in tiers. Mm -hmm. We need to collect more to keep my overhead at the percentage, the threshold in which um, you have to meet to get the bonus. So. We got you got paid three times. That increased the overhead by ten to fourteen percent, but I still get the. Well, where's my bonus? I'm like, your bonus was that extra paycheck. Surprise! Tell Martell <laughs> what Doc just said. Is, you said the exact same thing. Your bonus was the third paycheck you just got. <laughs> but Doc, like Doctor Golden, on top of that. I still got asked, hey, do we qualify for the the overhead jump 14%? You got paid three times and you want the business to pay you more. 
you really don't. That's taking that's taking two L's. <laughs> yeah, but guess what, y'all? They they're not supposed to care. They just they're one no, track mind. No, that, that's why you're the. They should not supposed care. to care in reality. You, you say we, you said we are supposed to work together. You have to understand if you gonna say that. They statement, can't even wrap their head around. They can't even wrap their head around what's going on. Everybody thinks, and so do the patients. Oh, it's a dental office. They're making money. Oh, they're a dentist. It's fourteen hundred for a crown. They're just thinking that they're making money. They're not thinking you had to wait thirty days to get your payment, insurance payment. In. They're not thinking you know patient didn't pay their balance or claim was denied or patients that are in collections. They're not thinking about the overhead or the supplies. Like people's just thinking like, oh, we're open. We're making money. There's patients in the chair. You can be open for a whole month and see a hundred patients and make zero dollars. Burning cash, burning cash, because you have. But people they'll be thinking like, clock. right? Am I going to get my ra- Am I am I getting a raise? Like, no, we're not getting a raise. Like, we can't give a raise. Like, not that we don't want to. Like, we can't do it. But then people are in their own ways. Like, I want it. I deserve it. You do. But can this be provided? People are acting like onus is a law. (laughs) When you're a small business in the state of Georgia, I'm not required to pay for anything other than hours worked. So everything outside of what you work is a bonus. I bonus you because I appreciate you. But even when you give someone that, you still are not being appreciated. We're still not working together. I mean, I have to almost incentivize putting a ceiling on a tube.